What's up, squad? And welcome back to another episode of the Self Love Squad Sessions with me, Kelly. If you're new here, welcome, and I'm so glad you could join me here today. Like I said, my name is Kelly, and this is the podcast extension of my Instagram page, The Self Love Squad. That's at the underscore self underscore love underscore squad. And both platforms are a safe space for anyone on a self love journey. On this podcast, I share my musings as a fat, black, bisexual woman learning what it means to love herself. Now, as I am an adult, this is an adult podcast, and I will at times use adult language or cover more adult topics, so please use headphones if you're at work or around small children. And now, without further ado, let's just jump right into this week's episode. Sup squad, what is poppin'? Long time no talk. I have missed you all so much. It's been, it'll be almost two months um, when this goes up, but it's been about a month since I've recorded. And let me just say how much I have missed you and have appreciated the outpour of love and support. With everything that has gone on in my life in the last month, it's just been crazy. So just wanted to give you a little bit of a breakdown of today's episode. So one, I'm going to be going over my life updates, filling you guys in on the quote unquote crisis I had in December, why I had to stop the dance parties, why I stopped Podmas, and just kind of bring you up to date on where I am in life. And then we're going to be talking about a little bit about politics, what's happened in the the first couple weeks of the new year as well as um, what it feels like to be black and queer during this uh, very political time and this very political climate and then we're going to talk about uh, wellness and health and self-love in the new year what my plans are for those things this year and how I'm combating the influx of new year new me diet culture that has been even more rampant this year because of COVID and quarantine so that's what we're going to talk about today grab a snack and I can't wait to just dive right in So, where do I even begin? Well, I guess I should give context because I feel like we're going to have some new listeners. So this is season two of the Self Love Squad sessions and I am your gracious host, Kelly Haird, the co-founder. And by co-founder, it's me and Jesus. So that's it. It's just us. Um... But the founder of the Self Love Squad Instagram as well. And I started this podcast last January. So we have a one year anniversary of that as well that we're celebrating today. But I started this podcast for two distinct reasons. The first one being that I just wanted to document myself as I embarked on a self love journey and growth and maturity journey. So that when I got older, I could look back and have kind of like an audio journal. Um, 
and be able to share with my older self or if I have kids or, you know, my friends and family or whatnot um, about who I used to be and how far I've come. The second reason is that I hoped that in telling my story in adding another black, fat, queer voice on the digital uh, airwaves, in the digital space, if you will, that it might encourage someone to do a number of things, whether it's start their own self-love journey, whether it simply just entertains you, makes you laugh, I've known to be a little crazy on here, whether um, it inspires you to leave a toxic situation or to seek mental professional help or just to drink more water or whatever the case may be in your life and in your journey, then I feel like... Um, I've done my part. I've done my purpose. And so that is why we're here. So to catch us up, the last we spoke, I was doing something called Podmas. And that stemmed from uh, YouTubers who do something called Vlogmas, where you upload a vlog every day from the 1st of December to Christmas to the 25th or all the way through to New Year, depending on how you the YouTubers want to do it. And so I decided to create something called Podmas where instead of keeping with my normal schedule where I upload every other Sunday, I would upload every Sunday in December. And then I also started doing impromptu dance parties that would be the same day. So there'd be a dance party every Sunday and there would be um, a podcast going up every Sunday as well so that was the plan right and as we probably all know that didn't fucking happen (laughs) so I want to do a couple things in the next few episodes so today like I mentioned earlier in our second intro um, because I just felt like this episode needed a breakdown based on how long I've been gone Um, today we're just going to talk about what happened last month and you know why I had to stop podness and the dance parties and just kind of catch you up in my life in that regard and then going forward um I will be recording the episodes I had planned for podness so I don't know I'll probably call it something else maybe I'll make it a special event for the month of February you know it's black history month um it's also Valentine's Day, which means it's like self-love central in February. So maybe I'll make an event out of it as well. But I will still be, because I would planned out all that content um, in order for me to upload, you know, every Sunday. I had to plan that out. So I already have those plans. And so I'm still going to upload those. So just look out for that. I still will be doing my every other Sunday. So whenever this one goes up. Just know that every other Sunday until the end of the year, um, I will be uploading and then I'll try to do Podmas again. So every Sunday in December 2021, I will upload. And yeah, we are back to our regular scheduled program. Honestly, it doesn't even feel weird to be talking today. It actually felt weird not to upload because I had been doing it, um, you know, for a whole year. And then also because now... That I feel like I'm conditioned that the way that my brain 
Like, the way that I have my inner dialogue is in a podcast format. So my brain is so used to having these, like, train of thoughts that sound good as much as, like, outside, as well as they sound in my head because I'm so used to having these kind of train of thoughts and recording them, right? So it was kind of weird for the last month or so to like be sitting on the toilet and having this great stream of consciousness and I'm like I really should be recording this or like in the shower like damn this would be a great podcast but I have no idea when I'm recording so we're back bitches I'm here you're here and I've missed you so let me just cut right to the shit so last month was fucking psycho for so many reasons so Uh, first let's start off with the dance parties and kind of the crisis that I kept alluding to on Instagram everyone was worried so I think we should just talk about that first so I want to apologize if I caused any of you any concern I kept getting a lot of DMs being like is someone hurting you are you okay like are you physically okay are you mentally okay and like I'm okay and I'm so sorry if I caused you worry that was not my intention um I did respond to most of you um letting you know that I was okay but what happened was I a lot of you know or may not know if you're new that I worked for a publication pretty much since I moved to Texas it's um the only full-time job I've held since I moved here and I just was looking for something better. Um, Now that I don't work there anymore, I was looking for something that was not run by a Trump supporter, if we're just going to keep it 100, and just looking to advance in my career and um, make the money that I deserve, make, you know, more money or um, at least be able to support myself in a way that I didn't feel empty after the workday, right? Because at the end of the day, like, making more money is great, but also, if the work I do is damaging my mental and spiritual health, then it's not worth it, which is something I dealt with in my past, which I will talk about um, at a later date. So, there's that. So, anyway, so because of COVID... I had the brilliant idea, it was bestowed upon me by the gods, that I could utilize my COVID schedule to maximize my job searching abilities and efforts. So normally, if it wasn't COVID, I would be in the office five days a week, 40 hours a week. Which meant that every time I wanted to go to an interview, because they're always during work hours, I had to take off. Sometimes I felt like it was being suspicious or like they would catch on to me. You know, there's only so many doctor's appointments a bitch can have in a three month period, you know. And because of COVID, I was only working in the office for the mailing, which was from the 15th through whenever it was done. And so I always had the first two weeks of the month free. I was home. And so I started utilizing that to hold my interviews. And so I want to say from September through October, I really just went hard. I really just went hard in the job application process. I had like interviews every other day, sometimes I mean, there are some weeks, you know, like that where I had interviews every other day. And what's great about 
COVID's not great, but what's great about job searching during COVID is that um, most of your first interviews are on Zoom, which once again meant I didn't have to drive anywhere for a lot of these first preliminary interviews, so I wasn't wasting gas, right? There's nothing worse than driving an hour somewhere and then you don't make it to the next round and it's like, great, I wasted a whole day. Or sometimes they'd be right after work and so I'd be able to, you know, work and then put on some makeup real quick, put on a bra and go have the interview. Um, And so with the job that I really, really wanted coming up, I had gone through a lot of, well, for this one job, I should say, that I really, really wanted, I had gone through quite a few preliminary interviews, and um, a few of them were on Zoom, and then I had one in person, and I was so excited, right? I was like, oh my god, this is like my dream job, like, this is gonna be great, and It was basically doing what I already do, which is like administrative work, but in a capacity in a a company where I felt that my efforts would be truly appreciated and that what I do here at the Self Love Squad would be able to tie into my professional life, right? So, so excited and um, I was told like, hey, you need to do a background check and like a drug test because I've never done a drug test before kind of felt like a criminal when I got it done it was kind of creepy but whatever you know handing someone a cup full of my pee it's like my name's already Kelly I mean you might as well just fucking add an R in front of it like I'm just gonna be handing people pee it's just was weird like I'm just not here for it but you know they gotta make sure I'm not a psycho before they you know hire me so I had to do all that And in that process of, you know, getting the drug test, getting the background check, I had a waiting period of like a week, maybe a week and a half, right? Not super long. That same time was during the the beginning of Podmas, okay? So now you can kind of, you know, get back on the timeline. So that was like in the beginning of Podmas. And one day, okay, one day. I really want to sing that Dixie D'Amelio song every time I say one day. I just want to go, one day, one day, I was really, 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 really sad. Like, every time I say one day, that's what I want to sing. Um, Sorry, I put you through that. (laughs) Sorry, you had to hear me try to sing. Um, But yeah, so one day, I'm chilling at home, I'm scrolling through the gram, you know, planning some posts, looking up some content, whatever, and I just feel like someone's watching me right? Like, I just feel it in the depths of my soul. And I'm like, oh, maybe my dog, like, maybe my door is open, maybe my dog's staring at me through the door, as he does, because he's a creeper. I'm like, you know, maybe there's a squirrel outside or something. I don't know. And so I go through my Instagram stories, and there's someone who is looking at all my posts and had liked, I mean, all my stories, and had liked a couple of my posts. And I'm like, this name seems really familiar, but I can't, like, figure out who this is, right? So I see, so I, like, I, I notice the person, like, the, the, the recurring name, if you will. And so I click it, and I look at the picture, and I'm like, oh, shit, it's the lady from the interview, from the job that I want. I'm freaking out. I'm like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. I block her. <laughs> I block her.
blocked her out of fear. And then I see I start getting um, followings from other people that I recognized from the interview, other ladies. So I'm like blocking all of them. Like, honey, the block finger was strong that day. I was blocking bitches left and right. Okay, um, I was not playing games. I was blocking, I, I blocked everyone. Like, even people that probably weren't related, I blocked everyone like I was so scared I was like I don't know if I don't know who you are you're blocked if I know who you are you're blocked everybody's blocked you your mom everybody's blocked I was blocking people left and right like playing no games and um so so I did that and then I freaked out because I was like oh my gosh is this gonna hinder me from getting the job like is this podcast gonna stop me if this is platform that I've worked so hard to build which isn't even that big let's be honest um but is this gonna hinder me from getting my dream job because in my mind the mission of of the company and my personal mission are like two sides of the same coin what I do is for older people and what they do is for younger people and so I figured you know I hope they don't see me as like a liability or you know they're like oh she curses too much like even though her content is specifically for adults like it's too much right so I started freaking out so I switched the Instagram from a business account to a private account I make it private and I cancel that week's upcoming dance party and I'm like freaking out so of course I reach out to some of my homies I tell them what's going on and I'm like I'm just really upset right but the more that I thought about it it wasn't so much that I was upset that they found it because it's like it's on the internet right it's connected to my email like it's not that hard to find anyone with any type of technological knowledge could could find it right so I'm obviously not trying that hard to like stay on the down low I guess my 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 main pain or my main fear um that was causing me duress was that as a black fat queer woman in this world in this country specifically with everything that's been going on politically which we'll talk about in a second I'm always being censored by something or by someone, whether it's it's an institution as a whole or it's an individual, it's an individual person, you know, an individual. And so here I am trying to advance my career and being myself might stifle that. And there's, there's just so many complexities into this problem that or really just dragging me down the idea that as employees we have to always be professional even off of the clock I mean I don't I don't smoke weed I don't use recreational drugs at all and you guys know I don't drink anymore but when I was an alcoholic as long as I didn't drink while actually working my job wasn't going to get like my job was never in jeopardy if I drank too much on a Friday night and someone found out about it like obviously if I did something crazy like go streaking on Fifth Avenue or something like that then yeah that probably would have been a problem but like if I have an alcohol problem off the clock 
nobody cares. Yet, being in the demographics that I'm in, so often what I do in my personal time is used to hold me back in professional life, right? And so, or it's used against against us. I mean, look how many times black people have been murdered by law enforcement and, you know, the fact that they're black, everything is used against them. If they're not a modern, I'm not modern, if they're not a model citizen, you know? And so I was just feeling like super policed. Not that they had said anything, mind you, they hadn't said anything, but I was feeling super policed. I was feeling super watched and I really began to freak out. So a few days went by and I hadn't heard if I got the job and I just was holding my breath. Like, not literally, obviously, because I would have died, but emotionally and mentally holding my breath. And in, in that time, in that space, I, I made a choice. I made a choice that I wasn't going to freak out about something I couldn't control. They found my social media and that it is what it is, right? I can't help them or make them unsee it. But what I could do and what I can do is make the decision to show up for myself and realize that what I do here at the Self-Love Squad, however small compared to other larger influencers, I don't make money from this podcast yet. I don't make money from social media yet. And um, some might see my numbers and say, oh, you know, she's insignificant. Like, she's not doing anything. But knowing the meetings and the emails and... Um, the conversations I've had with you all, with our community, with the squad, I know what I'm doing is necessary and important, right? And so I had to come to the place where I decided, or I had to, to, to decide, would I be willing to lose everything I've built to get this job? Right? Like, that was the decision I had to make. And so I spent those those few days um, when I didn't hear anything really just diving into myself, uh, diving into my spiritual practice, considering what I wanted out of life, thinking about not just taking things month by month or year by year, but thinking about a five, ten year personal plan, not just a professional plan, but a personal plan of what I want in my life. By the time I hit 39, which is so crazy because I'm going to be 30 in October of this year, Um, But thinking about what I want and where I want to go, what do I want, right? Like, how do I want to show up in life? And so I made the decision that I would not be willing to give that up. And that because I hadn't told a lot of people what had happened, if that conversation arose in the interview process then I could just lie to my family and friends and say oh you know I just didn't get the job like whatever 
And so I should backtrack a little bit because I realized I didn't mention this. I actually did not get the job that I originally applied for, but I was offered a different position in the same company, right? And so then I started doing the like uh, drug test and the background check and all that. So I forgot to mention that. Um, but anyway, see so ya. Yeah, so I made that decision that I was not going to give this up and that I would take whatever repercussions came with that, right? And so now fast forward to the 21st of last month and I get the call that I got the job late in the e- later in the evening, like five, six o'clock. And the very next day <laughs> I go and put in my notice. And let me just tell you that you can learn a lot about people and companies based on how they treat you or talk to you when things don't go their way, right? And so I, how do I say this nicely? In putting in my notice and getting the response that I got, it made it very clear that I was making the right decision. Let's just put it that way. I'll leave it at that. Um, And so that was that. Right. And at that point, I had emotionally checked out. But, um, you know, I still had a couple more days to work with them. And so, as always, you know, I just kind of did the best I could. But in my mind, I'd already checked out. And then Christmas Eve happened. <clears throat> so I was supposed to work my old job Christmas Eve. And um, my grandmother fell that morning. So she had already been a little sick. And of course, we had been so scared that it was COVID. But turns out it was just bronchitis. So she gets every year. But it's so crazy to think, like, how the fuck did the bronchitis get in the house? Like, did we bring it in? Did it come in through the air vents? Like, how did the germs get to her when she hasn't been out the house pretty much since February, right? It was kind of creepy how that worked. But anyway, she had bronchitis. So she already was like, you know, equilibrium gets off when you have like sinus infections and stuff. And so she's already a little wobbly. And so she got out the shower and she slipped backwards and hit her head. And she had this huge knot on her head. And of course, you know, we wanted to take her to the hospital and she was super stubborn per usual. But what really freaked us out was that her nose started bleeding. And she didn't show any signs of, like, a bruise or anything. And so I was worried that she was having brain damage of some kind and that her her brain was bleeding, you know, or she was having, like, serious internal bleeding. So we call 911. They come check her out. She's fine. And, of course, because she's cognizant, she's coherent, they won't take her to the ER without her consent, consent even though my uncle and I are like, dude, you need to go to the ER. She's like, I don't want to. I'm like, okay, whatever. So, of course, we tell my other uncle. He's like, oh, hell no. So, he is like, I'll be there in 20 minutes, get her dressed. She's going to the ER whether she likes it or not. I will pick her up and throw her in the car. So, I'm like, okay. So, we get her ready and they keep her. So, both my uncles uh, interchanged to see her that night. And then, as you saw on Instagram, I basically spent all of Christmas with her. And then she was discharged Christmas. So, she didn't sustain any physical damage from the fall um however she's not allowed to bathe herself so i have to bathe her um before work and then in the on the weekends you know we take like a a detailed shower together um and then we got like new rugs for the bathroom make sure she doesn't slip and um 
turns out her hemoglobin was really low and they they thought maybe because she was having some intestinal issues they thought maybe she needed to get a uh, what do you call it like a colonoscopy but then because of her age she didn't want to do it so it was a lot of back and forth and also um later that week you also probably saw on instagram when i ran over my airpod that was because i had to take her to a follow-up doctor's appointment the following monday and i dropped my keys and my airpods used to be on my keys they obviously are no longer but the airpod fell out and i rolled over it and then found it the next day so there's that but um but yeah so i had to deal with that and then I decided just I wasn't going back to work. I was going to take the next week to rest because I had a, another week before I started my new job. And I was going to take that time to rest and to take care of my, my grandma and um, just kind of re- rejuvenate myself. Because I hadn't had a vacation all year. Like the last time I really went on vacation was when I went to L.A. And even then it wasn't even a real vacation because I worked two of the four days I was in L.A. for the part time job I used to have. So that's basically what happened, and, you know, fast forward to the beginning of this year, I started my new job, which I love, absolutely love. I work for a nonprofit, and it's just so great to do something that really helps the community, that really helps a demographic that I'm so passionate about, Um, (coughs) and so super blessed, but no one said anything about the podcast so I was like okay I guess like we're in the clear maybe I'm hallucinating like maybe that really wasn't them I just swigging out like I don't know maybe I just freaked out for nothing but I still wanted to double triple check and so I kept the Instagram private and I did not upload any more Podmas or um any more podcasts then on my first day of work I'm having a, like, daily chat with my manager. So I just kind of go over, like, my first day, what I'm working on, like, whatever. And then she's like, oh, there's one more thing I, like, I want to talk to you about. And I'm like, okay, cool. And I, you know, get my notepad ready because I'm ready to take some copious notes. And she's like, um, I want to talk to you about the self-love squad. I'm like, oh, fuck. Oh, God, here it goes. And I was like they wouldn't be that evil would they to like get me to quit my job and then give me a stipulation of employment I'm like they wouldn't do that no one is that evil because in the back of my mind as soon as she mentioned that I was like what if she tells me I have to get rid of it or I'm fired and then I have no job in the middle of a pandemic like I was flipping I started sweating in places one should not sweat oh god I was terrified and she's just like, yeah, I just want, you know, like, I listened to a couple episodes, like, I love it, it was great, and that kind of sensibility is right in line with what we do here, so, like, you know, no need to, to freak out, you can be yourself here, okay, bye! And I was like, oh, <laughs> okay, and so I told her what I just told you guys, I told her everything, and she was like, oh, I'm so sorry, like, I didn't mean for you to, like, have a heart attack, and I'm like, I don't think you understand. I was like in sitting on the floor in my shower while the water ran over me, listening to sad K-pop songs, crying, like rocking back and forth. Don't ever give me a heart attack like that, please. It's not nice. So she's like, oh, I'm so sorry. So everything is gooch. Everything is cool. She's probably listening. Hey, girl. Hey. Um, and yeah, so 
just to clarify some things to you all now that you know what happened, I'm not going to censor myself per se, but um, I am trying to maybe not curse like quite as much. We'll see. I'll work on that. I have such a good vocabulary so you don't have to say the f word every other word although it does feel natural my mother cursed like a sailor and so I curse like a sailor so we'll see but in terms of content I'm definitely not censoring myself girl Mm -mm, not happening or boy or non-binary because I have a lot of uh you know different gendered homies here so yeah so that's what happened and now you are caught up to date so I am working there and just kind of you know transitioning into that new role as well as personally uh making sure that my grandmother is okay and taking care of her a little bit more than before and then uh, you also might have seen on Instagram that I had a death in my family my baby cousin passed away um a couple days ago from the day that I'm recording this and so that was super tragic he was five months and he had SIDS which is sudden infant death um and so he passed away so that's just what's going on with my life I'm still single still celibate non-intentionally and still sober so I want to do a podcast episode coming up soon about my one year sobriety and um you know what I've learned from that but for the most part, I'm chilling. Like, I'm doing well. Thank you so much for your well wishes and your love. I have thoroughly appreciated it. I do, though, before I end today, I want to keep this a little bit on the shorter side. I do want to talk about what the hell is going on in this country real quick. Because, um... If the people that stormed the hill were of color, any color, but were of color, of of melanin persuasion, um, they would have been shot. It would have been a massacre. They would have called it the massacre on the hill, and the guard would have been there in 2.5 seconds, back up for the police would have been there in 2.5 seconds and all of them would have been would have been massacred period and those that weren't massacred would have been charged with attempted murder for wanting to massacre um the members of congress and mike pence and um you know whomever the the police you know whoever was there that they were trying to attack essentially they would have gotten attempted murder for that and so it does not go unnoticed to me and 95 percent of america at this point that trump wanted to be hitler so bad and i think that we need to like call that out i just watched this thing with my grandmother speaking of hitler last night what a weird segue speaking of hitler uh, that's not a sentence i ever thought i would utter out of my mouth let me fucking tell you um but we watched this thing on hitler talking about his medical problems and apparently fun fact his doctor he had horrible sinusitis is that what you call it when you have like chronic sinus problems and you get like really bad sinus infections so um hitler had that 
and apparently his doctor gave him cocaine laced nose drops and he had erectile dysfunction and so he was taking like opium doped viagra basically and i'm sitting here like i'm not i'm not gonna accuse the president of the united states of being on drugs like that i'm not gonna make that that accusation but like being on drugs from from my you know cognitive understanding of drugs as I am not on drugs I, you know that's, that's that's not the way I get down but like people think that they can fly when they take one drug right we see that all the time on TV or or you know wherever if you've been to a nightclub in New York people think that they can fucking fly and they try to jump off buildings right so now that i know that hitler basically was high 85 percent of the time him trying to take over the fucking world seems a lot more i don't want to say understandable because there's no excuse for what he did and i'm not trying to make light of the holocaust please don't misunderstand me please don't misunderstand me i'm just talking about his mind state um it makes more sense to me how he got other people involved is is separate. I'm talking about his mind state. And so we look at Trump as like a wannabe Hitler, right? We have concentration camps at the border, massacres and murder of innocent civilians by the police, the violence that he incited. And it's like, I mean, maybe he too has cocaine nose drops. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? What I'm trying to, you know, to get at, like, it's weird to me that mental illness is the first thing that we go to, we as a society go to when a white person does something heinous. It's always that they're bipolar or they're depressed, they were a lone wolf, and they had no friends, and they got bullied, and their parents got divorced, and that's why they are the way they are, and it's almost seen like a pass, like, given like a pass, like, oh, little Bobby shot up school, but it's because, like, someone called him fat one time in the third grade for, like, five minutes, and that's why he killed 10 kids, like, okay, yeah, it's not his fault, he was, you know, bullied, but then a black person gets shot And it's not even their fault. And all of a sudden, the media is reminding us about the one time they got a C- on their math test when they were two. Like, I guess what I'm trying to say is we can't excuse all of those who didn't listen to black and brown voices the last four years who are now trying to act like they're so confused as to how we got to this point. We've been telling you for years. And it's not until the neo-Nazi Trump supporter wannabes affected white people that white people took him seriously. So they were okay with him calling Mexicans rapists and and black people thugs and perpetuating violence in so many different arenas and and um 
um, so many different platforms, they were okay with that. It was only when these white people inconvenienced other white people that people had a problem. And some people were saying, oh, well, it's because they stormed the government. Okay, so you're more concerned about elected officials who know that there are some dangers, you know, assassination plots, so on and so forth, when they sign up for this, as opposed to everyday civilians who are not protected by a swarm of secret service or police. You're more worried about these people than everyday people? No, absolutely fucking not. So that's just my two cents that nobody asked for. I, on the one hand, am so relieved that what happened a few weeks ago did not turn out worse than it did because it could have been fucking ugly i said fuck four times in the last five minutes okay i need to calm down um but you know what i'm saying like it could have been so much worse and so i'm so thankful that it that it didn't but we have to as a country be honest with ourselves like America needs to do a self-love project because saying, you know, but part of self-love is self-awareness and honest self-reflection, right? You're not always perfect. You will be the villain in somebody's story and there's nothing you can do to change that. And so America, you know, media is saying, oh, this isn't who we are. This is exactly who we are. This is America to its core. This racism, this bigotry, this misogyny, all of this that Trump has been the poster boy for for the last four or five years is exactly who America is when she wipes off her Maybelline at the end of the night. And don't get mad because her pimples are finally starting to show up on your side of her face. Because we've got six, we've got cystic acne okay, of systematic racism on this side. And we've had it for years. So I am just going to conclude today's episode with the following thought. And that is, as we progress into this new presidency, I almost said this new pregnancy. Oh, Lord, let me not speak that. Unless it's Kim Namjoon's baby, I don't want it. So, um, you know, as we as we move as a country, as a people into this this new presidency and as we move into this new year and continue into this new year with COVID still lingering and things like that let's just remember to be gentle with ourselves but to also be honest about what we're doing what we shouldn't be doing what we're not doing what we should be doing that maybe we don't want to do And just have that self-awareness that I think is is needed to get to this next year. As much as I hate when she said this, when Kylie Jenner was like, 2016 is the year of realizing stuff. I think 2021 is the year of realizing stuff, but about yourself. And so I urge you and I implore you to dig deep within yourself, do some self-reflection this year. And really learn who you are. So that's it for this week's episode. I love y'all so much. I will see you next time. Remember, you can catch me on the gram at the Self Love Squad. 
that's the underscore self underscore love underscore squad and that's it all right love you bye